Welcome back to the Endless Road Podcast and our series of conversations with Scott Sherrard, the musical director and lead guitarist of the Greg Allman Band. In this segment, we talk with Scott about his last visit to Greg Allman's house. If you've lived any length of time on this earth, you know that saying goodbye to a friend or loved one with a terminal illness is never easy. In Scott's case, with his last in-person visit with Greg, he was saying farewell to the man who he first saw up on the stage as a kid in the crowd at an Allman Brothers show. A man who became Scott's mentor after Greg made him the lead guitarist and eventually the musical director for his solo band. And a man who became Scott's close friend and songwriting partner during the final year years of Greg's life. We pick up our conversation with Scott by asking him to recall the final visit he had with Greg. And as you'll also hear, this is how Scott stood up as a true friend, helping Greg Allman reach the finish line with a masterpiece of a final album in Southern Blood. I spent about a day and a half, two days with him at his house about a month before he passed away. And he was very frail. He was extremely sick. He had no voice. He could only speak in a whisper. Mm-hmm. And he was very worn out man he was super skinny our conversations were limited we had a lot of laughs to be honest with you because i just wanted to lighten his mood he hadn't listened to music in months when i saw him Mm -hmm. he hadn't started listening to the final mixes yet Mm -hmm. so i played him like some indian sitar music some miles Mm -hmm. and then i sat on his couch with him with a guitar and i played like all this kind of freeform shit but i didn't play like blues and shit like that we just vibed on music and he was really digging it and he would sleep and then wake up and be like, what's that? I had a really personal gift that I gave to him where I wrote a, a letter to him in it. You know, I just hugged him and tried my best to just impress upon him what he meant to me as a human being more than anything. He asked me at one point, he said, so what are you up to, man? And I said, I'm in a fucking van with these guys all the time. Like, you know, I miss touring with you, man. It's like my life of luxury is over. And he goes, well, that's how we did it. <laughs> 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 kind of back to the basics yeah. a little bit. But Enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, when I listen to your band and hearing the new songs that you guys are playing from the stage, I think that the future is real bright for you guys. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. For whatever reason, man, Greg really, really enjoyed my music, mm-hmm. my writing and my singing, and he encouraged it throughout our time together. We had a real successful collaboration because, and a lot of that had to do with the mutual respect, but also because when I spent my time with Greg, I really put you know, my music on the back burner because I believed in him as my mentor and as someone who I looked up to my whole life, but also I felt like I was part of something. And when you hear this last record, I think that's one of many reasons why I'm out here. The chief reason probably is because he brought me so far into the fold with him that I feel like it's hard to separate myself from him concerning Southern Blood and the work that we did together. So I feel like I was part of a band with him and that means a lot to me. Well, and you've said before when we were talking that an album is really a time capsule and what a time capsule you guys have created with Southern Blood. And back to making live, I gotta say, man, like people have slept on that record because it was a shadow record to the All My Friends tribute show. And the All My Friends tribute show sucked up all that oxygen, but I'll tell you what, those vocals on that record are some of the best oh, he ever did. Uh, I could listen to Statesboro Blues, that version, every day. It's killer, three, man. Three times. Yeah, it just, just brings you right up. Yeah. It's hard to say goodbye, but at the same time, I think you're putting an exclamation point on a great chapter. 
Oh, well, thanks, man. You know, it's all I can do is play music to contribute to the world. Anything I can do to perpetuate harmony and get people away from the shit in their lives or maybe hopefully make them think about things differently or... That's what music always to this day has done for me. And Greg also is someone who is a music legend and has changed so many people's lives. Was so humble and still so affected by Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, Bobby Bland, Little Milton, Tim Buckley, Pharaoh Sanders, Miles Davis, you know, right across the spectrum. Chuck Berry, Bob Dylan. That's what we would listen to and, and he would marvel. You know, he'd have the same look in his eyes that I would listening to it. And we could sit on the bus and he'd just be like listening to Howlin' Wolf and just be like, man, it just fucking doesn't get any better. Will I ever be this good? You know, like listening to Bobby Bland with Greg Allman and he's like, man, I just wish I could sing that in tune. It's like, you're Greg Allman. I mean, you know, yeah, but he knew that too. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how you get on stage. You got to have some, you got to have balls. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to have humility and respect. Mm -hmm. That's how I try to play music. I've been around great musicians my whole life. I've been very lucky that way. And they all remind me of Greg. Everyone from, you know, Hubert Sumlin to Levon Helm. It's like Greg and them, they're all leaves of the same tree on yeah. the same tree, yeah. you know. Yeah. They all have the same vibe. Yeah. Pure love, a lot of laughs. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to music, pure fucking passion without any ego. But then when they get on stage, they know what they want. You better be ready. And that comes from their passion. That doesn't come from them wanting to be yeah. stars. That comes from, you better fucking get it right, because my standard is Muddy Waters and Miles Davis. Yeah. What's your standard? That's yeah. how they would play. Well, and the fact that you were able to respond to that for you know, 10 years. Well, that's how so, I was raised. Yeah. That was my reason to live from the age of 10. And there's a reason that the Allman Brothers, my favorite bands as a kid, the bands I related to, were these three bands that I always come back to of all of them, of rock, Led Zeppelin, Little Feet, and the Allman Brothers, but of all of them. And I did see Little Feet, but of course not with Lil George, and they were very inspiring to me even without Lil. But man, when I saw the Allman Brothers in the 90s, I said, that is gonna be my band. Because there were no fucking boundaries, there were no tricks, it was pure expression at the highest level. Fuck genre, it's not about it being rock. This is fucking music, deal with it. Mm -hmm. This isn't about marketing. This isn't about black or white. Mm -hmm. This isn't about Southern or Northern. This is about fucking music. Sit down, relax, here we go. Yeah. You're going on a fucking journey. You're part of that generation that's now carrying the torch. Here we are at the big house and you're one of those guys that's carrying this torch, part of the Almond family doing that and so as you move forward how are you looking to carry the torch well i mean i i don't know if i can man i i don't think anybody can really carry the torch i mean you've gotta it's kind of like losing that jewelry greg gave me but then when you lose the jewelry and the artifice and the legend you're left with the music and if you take care of the music the music takes care of you. As much as I respect and consider it an honor to be part of the organization and the family and the music to the point where it's considered a torch passing, I just don't see it that way. I see it as an era that has passed and I see a new era before us. And you know, I'm 40 years old, man. I mean, I, you know, really I'm just hoping to protect the music 
preserve it and push it forward and, and perpetuate it for the next generation. We've got a chance. I mean, everything is so fucked up right now in the world that people have got to go back to the well of truth and dignity and, and harmony and music is the language of the soul. So maybe that's what the big house is. Maybe it's a, one of the epicenters where the music can be perpetuated. And I hope that I, as both a creative artist who creates new work, I can also be an educator. That's why I'm involved with the big house as often as I am, is because I see it as preserving the legacy to learn from so you can do new things. That's all the time we have for this edition of the Endless Road Podcast. Be sure to check out all the segments that are available for the Endless Road Podcast series with Scott Sherrard. To stay up to date with the Endless Road Podcast series and the latest news on Scott, please visit scottsherrard.com. In addition to news and information, this website lists the upcoming tour schedule and ticket info for Scott and the Brickyard Band. Check it out. Visit scottsherrard.com today. Yeah.